welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Hey everyone, this is Chris, and welcome back to Dads with Daughters. Really excited to have you here again this week to join on the journey that we're all on to be the best fathers that we can be. Today, we've got an amazing guest. Michael Fishman is joining us. If you don't know that name, you may know him better as DJ on both Roseanne and now the Connors. And I always love seeing him on screen. I got to meet him in person back a number of years back on set and had an opportunity to be able to really get to know him as a father and had him in my Dad's in the Limelight series over on my blog, Dad of Divas, and kept up a conversation. And I'm so excited to be able to share another amazing example of fatherhood today. Michael, thanks so much for joining us this week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Now, I know that the journey that we're all on is so unique, but it is such an important journey. And one of the first questions that I always love to ask everyone that comes onto the show is, I want people to turn the clock back. I know that you have a daughter who's in her teenage years right now, but I want you to turn that clock back and tell me about what was going through your mind when you first found out that you were going to be a father to a daughter. Well, I had a son first. I, I never really had a preference gender wise for my kids. So, you know, but once you have one, you kind of hope for the other. And I always secretly kind of wanted to be a dad of a daughter. And I think, I think the truth is any dad of a daughter will tell you, you don't realize how good it is or how special it is. Any preconceived notions get surpassed so quickly. And and then you're just along for the ride and holding on as, as much as you can. I hear you because when you have a daughter, you definitely have to hold on for the ride because you never know where you're going to be going. And I really appreciate you sharing that. Now, when you think back to all of the experiences that you've had with your daughter, what would you say has been the most memorable experience that you've had with her so far? You know, the first thing that comes to mind is coaching her in sports. I actually didn't coach her when she was young. Um, my ex-wife coached her and, and she had other coaches in the community. And at the time I was either a high school coach or I, I coached my son a little bit. And then I was kind of being a roving instructor, but getting to coach my daughter was a different experience because she actually asked me not to take a coaching job because she wanted my help. And it was kind of a life altering moment of really understanding how serious she was and that. I wanted to make sure, you know, that you take on this responsibility. They tell you, I need you. And now, you know, you have to be even better than you've ever been before. You know, I love that because I think that all of our daughters ask us to do so many things and our children do as well. So as you were asked to do something for her like this, what was going through your head? Well, I had gotten ready to take another, I had a high school, really good high school job offer that I actually had written into my contract. I was going to take over a baseball program. And then three years later, I had the opportunity or the option in my contract to become a softball coach. So I kind of had an eye towards coaching her anyway, but my son really decided he wanted to go to a big public high school and wanted to be away from me, wanted to be his own man and didn't want to have me as a high school coach. And I totally understood that. And so I, was like, okay, well, I'll just take this job and focus over here. And if he changes his mind, fine, but I'll be ready for, 
for my daughter. And my daughter really talked to me and said, dad, I'm not getting the coaching and the help I need. And I really want to take this serious. And I want to take my game to the next level, which was such a compliment, but a lot of pressure in the best possible way. It was such an opportunity um, to get involved in a, in a deeper way, you know, Going back to your previous questions, one of my favorite moments, you know, I have a couple moments with my daughter that just kind of stick out. My daughter and I, when we need to talk, we either go to the beach and look for sea glass or we drive up to the Griffith Observatory and sit under the stars and it's quiet up there and we just talk as she's gotten older. And those are the moments that stick out with me. But a lot of our best life lessons have been learned on the field. You know, in being engaged as you were and being in the public eye, both as a professional, but also in being engaged as a coach and working with so many different kids. So not only being engaged as a father yourself, but also being engaged with different kids, there's a balance that happens there. And all of us have a balance to be able to find how to be able to manage our personal professional lives. Can you tell me how you found that balance for yourself? Yeah, you know, early on when I first became a dad, I, I, my first child I had at 18, so I was really young. And my dad was a good dad, but my dad was older. He was 36 when I was born, so he was kind of on the other side of the spectrum. And my dad had to work a lot and had to work a lot of hours. And his, his perception of it was his job was to work as much as possible to provide us as much as possible. And for me, I just wanted to be more in person. I, I kind of decided early on that career was going to be secondary a little bit. And so I had to really play with that balance um, early on as a dad. I wanted to make sure I was more hands-on and I was more playful and, and able to be there in a, just a different way. And so... I really moved behind the camera on the technical side of the entertainment industry for a long time and kind of stepped away from acting partially because I, I wanted my kids to have a more normal life. And I didn't, in our field, you know, as an actor, you, you get a job, you just literally most of the time have to get up and go. And so I wanted the stability of kind of knowing I was going to be in town and that I was going to be here in these really pivotal early years. And so I really prioritized that. And then as my kids have grown, I, I kind of have grown my opportunities from a professional standpoint. Uh, you know, when my kids were young, I used to work a lot of nights. So I, I tuck them in and tuck them in for bed. And then when they went to bed, a lot of times I'd go to work and work most of the night and come home, take them to school in the morning and then work during the day and then come back. Or I'd come in on my off days, I'd volunteer at the school and, you know, I, I taught PE and would go and play with kids at recess. So I always wanted to be involved and engaged. And I felt like what I, what I couldn't give them initially financially, I wanted to give them in effort, energy, and time. You know, I really appreciate you sharing that because I would guess that living in a lifestyle or living in the limelight that you live when you're growing up in the spotlight of a show that people know and love, that people just think that they know you. And as you have kids... And explaining that to your children and being able to allow for them to be able to understand, I'm sure that that is difficult. Well, I would say, you know, in my case, I'm kind of unique because I try, I mean, if people follow me on any of my social media at Real M. Fishman, I think what they find is 
I'm really candid. Uh, I try to be really, really, really honest. I, I'm very honest about my failures and my failures as a dad. Sometimes, you know, um, you know, my daughter's a teenager, and we've had to have conversations in the last month and a half about a boy that she was interested in and um, how she feels about that. And then, you know, she's taking a college psychology class that had some content that was not on, on my comfort level, but, you know, you have being a dad who's raising a daughter who is the custodial parent and the sole parent most days of the week. You really have to be willing to have all the conversations if you want her to be healthy and happy. And I, I don't claim to know all the answers. I just claim to try really hard and try to be as honest as I can when I either mess up or if I say the wrong thing or if I don't know the answer, I try to find the right person to reach out to. You know, I appreciate you sharing that because I think that all of us know that there are times in which we don't all know the answers. And it's important for us to be able to be honest and open and to be willing to be vulnerable with our kids and be able to show them that we don't have all the answers. And it's not always easy. But it's so, so important for us to be able to, to be vulnerable in that way, to be able to talk to our kids in that way. Though, as I said, it's definitely not an always an easy thing to be able to do. Yeah, my hope is that my kids turn out better than me. I want my kids to be better than me every day. And I try to be the best example I can be every day. But I think I want them to have every one of the skills and knowledge I obtained through all the people I knew. And then I want them to expand on it and chase their own dreams. You know, I think that's all we can do is to try to raise our kids to be better than we are today. And it's not always going to be an easy thing, but it is something that is something that we always want to do. Now, as you think about raising a daughter today, what would you say is your biggest fear in raising a daughter today? Oh, man. Uh, biggest fear? <laughs> well, when you have a teenager and you're the primary parent and, and it's just a dad being at home, sometimes I worry that. I want to make sure she has women that she can ask the questions that she may not always feel comfortable asking. But at the same time, I try to make sure that I'm open enough that I'm trying to make it so that she can ask me anything, which sometimes is hard because then I have to go in my room afterwards and like <laughs> shake it out or, or, or recover, you know, and go, okay, poker face, poker face, poker face. You're like, don't, don't act as shocked or as alarmed. But I really think the secret to being a good parent is listening and trying to lead without dragging them along and knowing what you said is knowing what you don't know and being willing to show that asking is not a failure, but asking actually empowers you and allows somebody else to give you the gift of their knowledge. I totally agree with that. Now, I want to take a couple of minutes and talk to you about your profession. You're an actor. You're on The Connors. People know you from being on the on Roseanne. And... Now, one of the things that I really love is seeing you not only as a father in real life, but also a father on screen and a father of a multiracial daughter on screen. So one of the things that I really wanted to ask you about is as you look at being a father in real life and now a father on screen, how did you prepare yourself to not only be a father for television, but also a father of a multiracial daughter? Yeah, I think the first part is, you know, I, I've coached so many years and I don't look at things in terms of racial lines or or classifying people. I just have never believed in that. I, I'm a huge believer in humanity. We are kind of one 
overarching species, but I do understand the impact that it has. And while I don't always have the knowledge of experiencing everything from every background that someone has, what I do have is because of a really diverse life where I've met so many people from so many backgrounds and lived in so many different places and had the opportunity to be in a home that was multiracial so many times. What I find is that there's so much where we're the same, but there are subtle differences that become bigger issues, largely when you go out in the world. And in my case, for DJ, I was so excited um, to have DJ be in an interracial marriage and, and to have a biracial child. And it was something that Roseanne and I had talked about through the years. So it was this amazing gift, uh, largely from Roseanne. And then I met Jaden. And Jaden Ray, who plays my daughter, Mary, is one of the most amazing young people I've ever met. We hit it off right away. And I know what it's like to be a kid. And I knew what it's like to be a kid on a big show when this is your first thing and you're just starting out. And I knew that I was her first her first foray into this business and the first contact she was going to have. And I needed to be that support structure. And for me, there were so many people throughout my career, so many people that I looked up to as a kid. I wanted to know what everybody did and I wanted to know what made them special. And I was always looking for the best in everybody. And so I felt like it was my job to kind of pay that forward and be a guide and a role model and a caring person. And that has expanded so much to the point where we spend time away from set when we're not working. You know, when the Roseanne show got canceled, the first thing we did was I got together with Jaden and her little brother, Jonah, and her mom, Nikisha, and we just went with my kids to go bowling and to go out to do something because I wanted her to know that our relationship off screen is real and that I was going to be here and be a support structure and that she didn't have to worry that if the show suddenly disappeared, I wanted her to know, because I remember that as a kid, what it was like to lose everybody so quickly. And I wanted her to know that I was here and that I cared. You know, I love that you just said that because I think one of the things that I love in watching you interact with your daughter on the show is that you can truly see that there is a relationship there. And I think that the actors that get it right, that be, are able to create a, a common feeling with people that are watching, are able to show that relationship and show that there is a true feeling. And you can see that in the relationship that you and your daughter have on the show. And for me, that's one of the most powerful things. Yeah, in 30 years, uh, when I'm <laughs> much, much older, if she needs something, she knows I'm always a place she can come. Same thing for her little brother. And I think when the audience comes, I think people watch Jaden and I in particular, but, you know, Ames and I and Jonah and, and you know, I, I really care about being a support structure for those kids and making sure that they feel comfortable. And it's special to have a daughter on the show. And it's a unique thing. You know, DJ is in a lot of ways, a single parent and that is its own challenge. And, you know, having a wife who's deployed, and all of the military elements. I mean, there's such a rich base for his character and, and my opportunity and excitement to play it. And I look forward to that so much. But the thing I look forward to most is I can't wait for people to see how much Jaden Ray has developed as a performer, but as a young woman. 
she grows leaps and bounds. And, and I, I try not to miss a day, you know, and that's one of those things as you're going through all these days and, and, and working and doing these things and with all the craziness that's going on in the world now, making time to send messages back and forth, to talk to each other, to make sure she knows that she has support. You know, as a coach, but also as a mentor to others that are on the show with you right now, or even in the industry itself, as you are looking at helping people within the industry and in young people in the industry, what are some of the things that you share with them to help them as they maneuver through the industry today? Well, I think the first thing as a professional is I try to make sure that I'm sending them the right messages and that I'm handling my business the right way. And that I explain to them at times why or how I'm doing things. So I think that's the first part. The second part is more of being, you know, a dad is, especially with Jaden, you know, Jaden and I go out in the world. I can't wait for the day where the world gets to see what it's like for DJ and Mary really out in the world, because Jaden and I go through that when we go out in the world, sometimes people look at us funny or people assume that she's adopted or, you know, people make strange comments or, you know, I'm slowly learning how to do her hair and learning things that are important to me to be there and be a support structure, you know, and it's, it's, it's as small as, you know, right before we go on camera, doing a little last look over and making sure, you know, there's nothing in her hair that, you know, everything's kind of in her place so she can look the best she possibly can right down to those little things. And then trying to find times to make sure that they remember to be kids that we play, you know, I, I brought soccer nets, uh, to play soccer last year because Ames was really into soccer and we were teaching Jaden how to play soccer. And then this year, Jaden and Ames, you know, they, we play basketball and they pick the teams so that they can do them. And then every once in a while they'll put each other on the same team so that they can play together. But for the most part, they like to make their teams and kind of get an opportunity to kind of boss the adults around a little bit. I think that's good too, is to make sure that you're listening to them, that they feel valued and have a voice. Now, that's your persona on screen, but I also know, and as we've already said, you have two kids yourself. You have an adult son, and you have a a teenage daughter um, that is going to be leaving the nest. So as they see you on screen as a father, how are they seeing this? What have been their experiences, and what do they say in regards to how they see you on screen versus you as a dad? Well, I'm definitely a lot more, I have to be more strict in real life than I do on screen so far. So that's one thing, you know, my, my daughter, I was like, you know, that I would never gotten away with saying that. And I started laughing. I'm like, yeah, probably not. But, you know, my daughter and I live together. It's just the two of us most of the time. And so, you know, she has been involved, you know, that's the other thing she's been involved with Jaden and Jonah and, you know, on the days or after school, she's there and, and is a support structure for them too. What I've tried to do is kind of blend my families together my work family and my, and my home family so that no one ever feels like I'm not including them or that one is necessarily more important than the other. I think if you have good people in your life, you try to incorporate them in as many positive ways as possible. You know, I really appreciate you sharing that because I think that as you combine both your professional and personal families together and you allow for them to be able to learn and grow from from each other and they see what you're doing and are a part of what you're doing, that they appreciate that as well. Now, you grew up over the last 30 years being able to allow for people to be able to see you in different ways. And I'm sure your kids have seen 
that transition and that growth as well. And I'm sure that that's allowed for some interesting conversations to happen as well. As you've shared that with them, what's been some of the experiences that you've been able to share together in regards to that? Well, it's interesting because, you know, people used to talk about the old show a lot. And I, I did other projects along the way, but most of them were smaller or didn't get as much publicity as the Roseanne show did. So it was really interesting. My kids saw me work and work and work and kind of build towards my dream. And I think that's the most exciting thing about getting to be on a network show now that my kids are older is I think they're seeing that hard work pays off. I think they're finally seeing that dreams can come true. And sometimes you don't know exactly what shape that's going to take, but you have to keep working towards them and be ready when the opportunity comes. And it's a lesson that I've taught them a lot that I try to teach all my players when I'm a coach. And my hope is that I'm embodying that in the best possible way and it motivates them. Now, I think that's a perfect segue because we always finish our interviews with what we like to call our fatherhood five, where we ask you five questions to delve deeper into you as a parent. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. In one word, what is fatherhood? I would say fatherhood in one word, adventure. I think it's an adventure. I think you have to look at it every day as an opportunity to share the world and the magic of what you see in the world with them. And on any good adventure, you have to make sure that you're stocked up and ready, that you took the supplies you needed, that you did some pre-planning and some pre-work. And then you just let whatever magical thing happens on the journey happen and try to make the best of it. Enjoy your time. When was the time you felt like you finally succeeded as a father to a daughter? Well, my daughter just committed to college to play softball. So I could say that that's an achievement, but that's her achievement. Um, So I think the time where I really feel like I was successful as a dad to a daughter, it's when she comes to me at the end of a long day or when things are hard and just says, Dad, I really need to talk to you or I need a hug. There's something about when your daughter turns to you and says, Dad, I need a hug, that words just don't surpass knowing that you're loved and knowing that you're safe. Now, how would your kids describe you as a father? Oh, (laughs) my kids would probably describe me as really tough, but really funny, as both a disciplinarian and a clown. Um, The guy that you can go on any adventure with and do anything with, who tries to be prepared for everything and who occasionally gets frustrated and is not as patient as he should be. Who inspires you to be a better dad? Well, I work with the greatest TV dad, I think, in history in Dan Connor because he has so many elements of John Goodman, and there's a core heart there that I think is inspiring. But what I've tried to do my whole life is take the best pieces of everybody I met along the way. Every coach, every teacher, Every parent, you know, my dad always made sure we had what we needed. And I've always made sure that my kids have had the things they needed, even if that meant, you know, I've worked construction and worked in a warehouse and done a lot of jobs people would never imagine. Things weren't as easy. And I always found a way to make it work and make sure they could chase their dreams. And I think that's a big thing. And then knowing as a dad, when your daughter in particular, but both your kids need a woman's touch. What advice would you give to other dads with daughters? Well, the first thing I would tell you is 
Teach your kids life skills. I am a firm believer that my daughter needs to know everything that my son needs to know and vice versa. So I would tell you, share your passions. If you love, like in my case, I love baseball. I shared that. I love sports. And we talk about sports all the time. And when she was younger and was into dance, I got into dance. And when, you know, she's starting to wear makeup and I'm trying to learn what they are and be supportive and not lose my mind when I hear how expensive some of them are. And I think find out what they're into and support them completely and let them know that you're going to be there for them. And time is more valuable than things. If I was going to give one advice to every dad, I would say, hold your daughter close. Make sure you hug her often. Kiss her on the forehead and be the example of the man you want her to come home with. I love that you shared that. Now, if people want to find you or follow you or be able to find out more about you on the social webs, where should they go? Well, I'm kind of all over social media at Real, R-E-E-L, M. Fishman. Um, so you can you can contact me in Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram and kind of follow my adventures with my kids. My daughter and I are in the process. She started a charity last year, so we're kind of working towards that. So it's called Altruistic Acres. So you can look for that as well. And she'll be out on the softball field soon enough, and I'll be watching her in college. So my job is to support her in all of her dreams. So if people want to contact me, I try really hard to be engaging. And, you know, one of the beautiful parts of working on the Connors is we film in in front of a live TV audience. So if you ever come to a taping, you'll get to meet me in person because I usually, the weeks that I work, I make sure I say hi to the audience. I just am so appreciative of all the people who support my work. I guess what I would tell people is I have a lot to achieve and a lot to do. And I appreciate every person who helps and supports me along the way because you're not just helping me, you're helping me be a better parent and be a dad. Well, Michael, I really want to say thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to you today and to be able to talk to you not only as a professional, but as a father as well, and to be able to share a side of you that people may not always see. And it's been my pleasure and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Uh, Chris, I, I appreciate the opportunity and take care of those girls. You sound like you do an amazing job and and the stuff I've seen in your posts, you know, I've been watching, I've been watching all the stuff, you know, once again, I'm learning every time I can. You know, that's all we can do is to learn from each other, grow from each other and be the best dads that we can be. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, 
all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen Carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them Be the best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be